off your clothes. Light a candle. Preferably my dick candle. Mm-mm. I'm Travis Terrell. Welcome to We Are Live. I don't know what's more troubling, what you say or the uh, the wave you do. It's It bothers me. I think the wave is disarming. That's what. That's the problem. You think it's disarming, and you're pushing it too hard. You're like, I think she likes it when I sniff her hair. <laughs> yeah. That's the direction you go. Uh, he's Travis Trell. I'm Chris Eminence. We are live. We're live at Midcoast Studio in Grand Center in St. Louis, Missouri. You know what happens in Grand Center, Travis? What's that, Chris? We have comedy shows every week. Thursday this week, huge, killer, amazing lineup. Justin Luke, our friend... Tina D-Ball headlining it, Jamie Fritz, and J.C. Sabala also on it. Excited to have them all on board for another great show at Sophie's Artisan Cocktail Lounge in Grand Center, right here in our building, the Dot Zach Building. That's the Midcoast Comedy Series presented by Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, along with the Schlafly Specials. Did you know that? Mm-mm. Oh. Well, no, I was not no, aware no, of this. No surprise there. Uh, big show tomorrow. Come out. It'll be a good time. Uh, the guy getting those ads up there, he's sweating now because I usually don't throw it right to the ad. His name, Chris Gardner. Good morning, gentlemen. Hi, Gardy. You sound a little better or a little less medicated. I've been, uh, hacking a little bit. Smoke, you've smoked your way through this viral chest infection. I've been doing so. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's a chest infection. I think it's just head. Why do you, why do you do that? Why do you WebMD yourself? I'm not. This is not a WebMD thing. This is what I've been told before. Okay. Because I used to think, and I'll explain why. I used to think it was a chest thing because I do get drainage in the chest and cough, and you think it's there. But what happens with me is my um, nasal canals get so swollen that the drainage has nowhere to go but down. Mm. So you think it's like the chest issue, but it really is the head just forcing mm-hmm. everything down. And uh, that's why I've, I've used a nasal spray with a steroid before that would just open you up, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is a lot different and works a lot quicker. And you sing that church song, and you're on with your day. Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? That's okay. I can hear you calling in the night. Just say hello to the walnuts. Good morning, walnuts. Hey, nuts on wall. I'll tell you also I'm saying good morning to you. I left it in 2019. Chris, bring it it back. Bring it to the future. He left it in the last decade. Come on, man. Bring it to the new decade. Come on, Chris. I want to see how long you guys will hold it. Come on, do it, Chris. I, it's, Can I this be Come on, do it, Chris. Is this I despise show? it. Chris, uh, all right. Uh, oh, he even did like the, oh, yeah, I've, it only happened because I was going up to mm, yeah. clear That's out fine. my eyes. Why is he so ashamed of us? Well... Do you want? I don't know. We should dive into that. I don't think that's a good idea. Was it the posting of the pictures of the ingredients of what I think my candle dick would smell like? Was that what probably brought the shame upon him? It's it's been well before that. I'll tell you what. It doesn't help. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, excuse me for being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Okay. Knock it off. There's Why do you have that re- ready to <laughs> call up so quickly? There's your ingredients right there. I mean, who doesn't want to s- smell like Dr Pepper, a White Castle slider, spicy nacho Doritos? Cocoa butter, Vaseline, and of course, 
basketball shorts that have been worn as underwear. Who wouldn't want to have that candle in the middle of their living room? Man. But that is weird. You don't want somebody to walk into your house and say your man's dick or your daddy's dick. Okay. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you don't want nobody to be like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, Lair Dog? No. Like you did exactly. See? <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, that smells familiar. Uh, exactly. You don't want that. That's how you catch people cheating, too. Mm-hmm. Like if they're within your inner circle. Someone just walks in. You light the candle. That's your trap. Go and to your like, homie's house. Oh, this smells. Fa- oh, does it? They had to. Oh, uh, does it? They had to address that in True Detective season one. Oh, did they? Said I wasn't. Uh, there was. <laughs> there was a musk on one of them, and uh, oh. he had to explain he wasn't uh, assuming that it was his wife's scent. Hmm. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a good season. Certainly, it's is. got some good quotes. Very quotable. Mm-hmm. I agree. True Detective. Please don't. No, I'm just saying it is. Please don't encourage it. Encourage what? Quotes I'm making a statement that I believe to be true. Do you disagree with no, my I statement? I do not disagree with your statement. I'm just. Please don't get them started. Okay, that's fine. Time is a flat circle. I'm gonna hear that. Oh, Matthew McConaughey, that was the greatest performance in the history of television. Blah, 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 blah. You know, McConaughey's been on Rogan. Blah, 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 blah. Has I don't he? think he has. I don't think, okay, shit. Did just make Damn. that up? Uh, that's right. Maybe that's Marin? Right. Has he been on Marin? I'm sure he's been on Marin. Mm-mm. I don't know. What is it about Marin that gets people to sit down with him? His uh, booking agency. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gardner, let's hire them. Once once <laughs> Obama does it, it's pretty tough to argue. How good you are. Or yeah, or your cult your cultural phenomenon. Yeah. It's gotta be kinda he's kind of a cultural phenomenon. He is right good. Now. But he does he just does what he does. So that's the key, Travis. We gotta get Obama on. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Josh Brolin's been on there. That's a pretty big actor. Damn, Brolin. But Brolin, you've seen him tweet. He's kinda out there kind of guy too. Sober. Yeah, that's what happens. How long has he been sober? For uh, maybe around the same time frame as yours, my friend. How bad was he? Did he say? Has he talked about it? He, he just, I, I don't know that, I think, uh, is it 10 years or something or it's 20 years? On, I think it's gone on 10 plus. Yeah, I don't, he, didn't, he didn't strike me as someone that had like a, you know, second hmm for hmm. Mm. I, think I, I think you realize, and I don't know, they, you look at guys like Robert Downey who grew up in the industry, Brolin grew up in the industry with his father. Maybe they feel like, oh, shoot, I'm blessed. I actually am talented. If I can just, you know, stop being an idiot with some of this or, you know, get the disease looked at, like, seriously, I can actually become, mm-hmm. reach my full potential. I just wonder how people fill their time without it. That's all. At least they dive into their work. I'm always looking for ideas. They're, look how Brolin dives. The guy does almost three moves a year. You should you should teach a community course for audio recording enthusiasts, like in the basement of the library every Tuesday night at six p.m. <laughs> old school audio recording with <laughs> Professor Gardner. Like old school, do you mean I gotta go back and remember how to do reel to reels mm-hmm. and everything? That's Did you funny. used to cut carts? I have, yes. Yeah. Wow. When I first worked at Camo X, when I first got there, they were still using reel to reels and carts. At Lindenwood, we were using a digital audio system or uh, audio editing system. So it was a. Uh, so the college was ahead was of like, the head the of the pros. Going they were in, in just starting to transition. 
Um, it didn't last too long while I was there. So brave. They were transitioning? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, uh, what a choice. It was a pain in the ass, though. Hmm. It would add extra hours of work. Physically cutting doing. tape. Yeah, because you had to mark it. You had to go back and find it. You had to record it onto a cart. Then you had to label it and get it ready for uh, the next day. It, it would add extra hours of work to what you were doing. It was an p- absolute pain. Ugh, the worst. It's interesting that you bring this up. Why is it? Because... It's I didn't find it that out, interesting. No, how outmoded the industry has become, radio, if you will. And I read today that uh, iHeartRadio, uh, massive layoffs, uh, looking to be close to eleven to 1,200 employees across the country. That's a lot. Yes, it is. I think it's, is it more than that? that well, that's the uh, early numbers I saw. Oh, okay. It could be Acro- more than that's that. That's a decent percentage. They, I read that's they a large 12 amount. or 13,000 employees. Yeah, they have about 13,000 employees. These include large <laughs> radio networks and sectors like Baltimore, San Antonio, Austin, Texas, Nashville. During a transition like this, it's reasonable to expect that there will be some shifts in jobs, some by location and some by function. Mm-hmm. But the number is relatively small given our overall employee base of 12,500. Yeah, that is not a small number. That is not a small even when number you at all. That other number. No. How do you consider that a small number? That is not a small number at all. Now, I know iHeart, of course, has made a massive transition in investing in their podcasting network. And I think they can brag. I think they got a few big celebrities, if I'm not mistaken. Does it Will Ferrell and his Anchorman podcast? I think that premieres on iHeart. So it looks like they're. You completely mean it premieres it hasn't premiered yet no i think it's premiered but I, it, it it's that's where it's now located oh. where you can listen to the podcast okay i uh, sorry word. i missed yeah sorry okay. but yeah it's yeah we kind of all have seen the writing on the wall for a very long time that this was obviously going to be the new shift and it's just i feel like radio has always over the last at least 20 years has been trying to play catch up well, it's. I think it's just like what they're trying to figure out what they are because right. it, yeah. by it depends on account, what format you are, basically. All by sure. all accounts, sure, yeah, yeah. The bigger St. Louis, I mean, at least the bigger shows, the stations seem to. Maybe St. Louis is weird. Maybe it's not. Although you see similar problems, but at the tip top, uh, from the outside, it looks like St. Louis radio is doing quite well. Yeah, I would say compared to other markets, I think. I mean, I think places like Atlanta, Nashville, some of these places actually that they named have have done very well with radio in I could fairly traditional formats. No, I think you're I right could in that regard. Of five shows of twenty, though. Uh yeah. I mean, it's it's certainly not as profitable and Garner. You can maybe speak more to this than any of us, but it's certainly not as profitable as it was in the late '80s, early '90s. I would and agree with that because I once received a check for zero dollars mm, and zero cents mm, from someone running a radio station. Mm. So. And just seeing you well, have seen it, even on your end, how many people are selling radio stations, how many people are, you know, divesting some of their money away uh, into other mediums to market themselves like, as opposed to radio. But mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so the advertising dollars aren't there. Well, then, okay, well, then does that radio person who blew up, do, can they go make their own money? Like, can they go be an influencer? Because that's where people are putting money now. Can they go host events right. and they do their own podcast. Podcasts aren't a guarantee. 
But I think but like there's so much stuff that goes into it. But I think in a market like St. Louis, as you pointed out, like be I think you can do both. You can be a well, Bernie Nicholas and have a personality that works for radio and one that can do well where he can make money through podcasting. Like there but, are personalities. Uh, you can say Frank Opinions. They you know have a brand where if they wanted to go to a different medium, it wouldn't be such a harsh transition for them. Maybe. But at the same time, you got to think for him now. The, you got. I, I agree. I agree. It, because of the his audience and his demographic, yeah, older, so that may be a tough transition for him. But I think because he's so popular, I think people would find him. Yeah. I could be wrong. I look. I don't listen to the guy as much as other. But I know people here in the city talk about him like he's. And so when it comes to his content, I don't know. Maybe he's one of those. If you're talking about pop, most popular radio shows in St. Louis. I would not include his in there. Okay. 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 In regards to sheer numbers of yes. people. Okay, that makes sense. That's interesting. I'm not surprised, but that's interesting. People just talk about him in such stature that I assume that everyone around me listened to him but me. No. Okay. That is not the case. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, then I have misread the personalities in this market, but it, it, think, some, some, some continue to work. Clear, yeah, some yeah. clear shows. I mean, even... I mean, Stacy, who does here, she was huge and on FM radio, on the hip-hop side. It all depends on what you're talking about. There's about... You get the fast lane over at 101 that, by the way it looks, they crush it and they do well. You got Bernie. They're crushing it. You, yeah. But then you don't know. It's like, then you got to think, like, how much does Bernie cost? Yeah, he's a one-man right. show. I'm sure he's quite expensive. I don't know if they saw. They seem to be doing very well. It seems like their profit margins would it would be thinner. But I, I, from what I mean, just way it talks as far as people, the way they advertise in this area. Advertising through radio is still big well, in certain. Tell us about it. Certain stations. Gardner, you, yeah, you have background more than us. I would just say that running a talk format is an expensive format to run. Yeah. So that's always going to be a little more difficult monetarily mm -hmm. than a music format. All right. So uh, music. Or any of this stuff. But the thing is, what what is sustainable? What's always what is there always going to be a need or want for as well, right? Um, with music in particular, you can get th these aren't that's not localized necessarily, right? right. With music, if these are national acts you're listening to. We have found a number of ways now to find music. We can do that any way we want, right? I still think like the Camel X's of the world, there's always going to be a usefulness for local news. Right. Um, to what extent, I don't know. Right. But there is a usefulness for that. Um, and so I always think that that's going to work in some way. Now, maybe it's just that, I mean, NPR. Right. I mean, it, it, you have KTRS, you have others. There's, in particular in the St. Louis market, we love the localized part, right? Right. It's parochial to a fault that has hindered any progress uh, in this region at times. I, I'd agree. Um, but there's, I think, I mean, getting news on the local front is still a need and a want. Right. Um, so I always think that there's going to be something for that. That's what benefits kind of some local sports, I think. Yeah. Is because, well, the question is, where else are you going to get that? With music, we have multiple ways of going to find that, right? Right what that song is that's not unique to this city so i still think like that's what it depends on the format as to what your sustainability might be going forward but 
it could still look different as to how you gather that. I mean, I don't know where technology leads us. Right. I don't know. In, in a way, even too, like, where do you li- where do you listen? Like, if you're talking straight radio, do you listen the most in the car or something like right. that? Right. I is think that it's also people? yeah. It's okay. A, so, how are cars going to be right. built? What technology are they going to have that allows you to listen to different things? It's it's. But there's a lot even, of factors in there. Right. That are going to decide. Right. What is sustainable? What that is, I don't know that many people know. Very volatile time, certainly, though, for the industry in general. So, Because I think is because everything is changing, changing so damn quickly. So, man, it's a tough day for a lot of those folks. 1,200 folks is a, yeah, lot, a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That is a, a lot of people. Speaking of mediums, our friend Rafe Williams put out his album yesterday oh, or the other day on Pandora. You can stream it free. We've got the links. I shared all those. Uh, and it's you can pre-order. Congratulations, Rafe! That Ooh, is freaking good. awesome. That is yeah. absolutely. Have you listened yet? Part of it, yeah. Okay, uh, I got to give it a go. So black sheep. <laughs> put the link out there. The black sheep has. Uh, he says uh, Rafe's. Uh, listened to half of Rafe's stand-up yesterday. It was really, really good. Unfortunately, I had a meeting, and when I came back, my free trial of Pandora Unlimited ran out, so I couldn't <laughs> finish it and refused to <laughs> pay for Pandora. <laughs> but you guys can pre-order it. Rafe's been coming on the show since the very beginning. He's done a million of our comedy shows, so if you can support him, he's a St. Louis guy who's destined for great things. The company, 800-pound uh, Gorilla Records, that put it out is a big deal. What's so, the name of it? Something Grandpa? <laughs> Young Grandpa. Young Grandpa. And, uh, and you'll, if you see the cover, it's very fitting. Yeah. It's very good. So that's pretty exciting. But it's wild to see that people that you saw that uh, were seeing that. We've been around a long enough time that we're kind of seeing some people pop here and there or begin to pop on different levels. We've that's been really saying it for a while, yeah. We've been saying it for a while, especially like a guy like Rafe. That is outstanding. He's a guy that incredibly generous, very smart, um, a guy that's committed to this man a guy is one of the hardest working people i've ever seen in the business and it's it's about damn time that people are going to hear some of his really really good comedy so i look forward to giving a listen even if i have to pay for the trial for a month i'll do what i got to do to listen to that one jamie moyer's fancy foyer uh listens all his media via the grain a a, a neural implant first seen in the hopeful sci-fi show black mirror discussion we were talking about um uh our friend mark Marin. yeah brad pitt was on Marin last week speaking okay. of gwyneth paltrow's puss hey now <laughs> good god Tom brown that's a connection that is a connection <clears throat> that was a really good interview by the way it was, was it leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt they both were on it oh that's okay i have Ah, like, damn, you got me. You got me, Marin. Brad Pitt, I got to give that a go. Brad Pitt's a legitimate Marin fan, and he was like a kid in a candy store. This this made me feel I've never felt so close to Mark Marin, even whenever my name came out of his mouth one time for an advertisement for a show. Um, Mark Marin flipped shit legitimately, not acting, right? because he didn't have uh, a producer with him. Uh-huh. His producer's based in New York, Brendan McDonald. So when he does, if he has to go, he rarely goes to people's places. Right. But if he, but he had to go to some junket that Pitt and DiCaprio were at. Right. So he was in charge of the audio equipment. Oh no! <laughs> and it started fucking up, as it always does. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Mara lost it. <laughs> like losing it. Brad Pitt's like, he's doing it. He's doing it. <laughs> Pitt, Brad Pitt, he said he's watched his IFC series like three times through. He's like, I love how neurotic and weird you are. <laughs> and, That's awesome. And uh, he was talking about, and Brad Pitt like had a fan moment. He's like, this is Mrs. Marin. This is what he does. That's awesome. Because it did sound like shit, and it was messing up. And I was like, oh, man, I feel you, bro. <laughs> We've all yeah, been there. God. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, I have to give it a listen now. Damn it, Mary, you got me. Why are you I love upset? Me so. No, because I lo- if there was one guest if he got, because I haven't listened to the Obama one, but if there was one guest he could have got uh, that I would probably sit down and listen to, it's Leo and, and Brad. Ooh, who's Because good? I think, like, yeah, those guys, I don't know. It's Woody Harrelson about, was on. Th- those guys make being movie stars look really, really cool. They sound like very normal people. Yeah. Which I don't need from them, but it was nice. It it is a thing, you know. I would imagine it was the same for my parents with uh, Marlon Brando and you know all the classic greats. Like you just those guys make being movie stars look really fucking cool. DiCaprio's dad would like drive, load him up in a wagon, and he would drive around selling comic books to stores and stuff. Wow, like, that's what his living was. He's like, thank God I became an actor. When like, I was DiCaprio kid. like. Hot model girlfriends and then saves a guy's life in St. Bart. Like, it's just like, you are so he, cool. He saved a guy's life? He saved a guy's life. Ow. So his, he was his out with his yacht. Oh. Yacht just yachting yacht, it yachting up. Around. Just yachting around. You know, most of the humble types. Yeah. And so uh, saw a guy, I guess he had fell off his boat. He was struggling. Leo was like, yo, captain, yacht it on over there. And they yachted that motherfucker out the water and onto the yacht. And Leo DiCaprio, a hero, good-looking, great actor, hot women. I don't think hero. you know what a hero. You, you have the, you a have hero. The gift that is a story. That is a hero. You are. Why is the captain not the hero? He, man, who's the, what's the captain's name that drove the boat? Man, and by the way, is he Leo over? DiCaprio? Don't think so. That's the only thing that no. matters. Does he look like Leo? Can he act like Leo? You know who you just became? Uh oh. You just became the people that don't celebrate Richard Jewell. <laughs> you just said. Does he look like Leo? Is his name Leo? Damn. You're all about the stereotype Damn. of what a hero should look Damn. like. Hey, you did it to yourself, man. But he's a good-looking, awesome, cool that dude. That doesn't mean you're a hero. Brad Pitt, it look. Brad Pitt. What his candle smell like? Man, don't get me started. Beach. Take that, Gwyneth. Ah, boy. You put some... Was he in the, the beach? Was the movie? He yeah, was he was. Movie. Oh, that would be good, man. Look, Leo and Brad are the coolest. You usually don't hear. I haven't heard. I you usually don't hear negative things about them. Goofy things, maybe his, or his, unusual things. Would but his candle be aged twenty four years. Let's see, but but that he he's not weird about it. It's not a Weinstein thing. The guy's just having a relationship with young women. They love him. He loves them briefly. Moves on to the next. He embraces it. He's out in the open with it. He isn't like trying to, oh, I think the Lord should be in my comedy and my movies. No, he's out here like, hey, man, I'm out here. 23-year-old hoes, when I'll let you, boy. I'm a movie star. What you want me to do? Why are, you, why are they hoes? Why are you calling Man, no, no. I'm saying some. You're a woke bully, no, man. Uh, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. I apologize. I don't know any better. I'm learning. I don't know who's better. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> That's not a bad start. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm, I'm ignorant. 
<laughs> uh, Chris, there was um, a Democratic debate last night. It really wasn't that thrilling. Uh, Warren got a few one-liners in that people really enjoyed. Uh, I don't know if it even shifted the contest, but it happened. The Iowa caucuses begin in uh, mm -hmm. what, less than, what, three weeks? Mm -hmm. uh, I only bring that up because... Because uh, she didn't shake Bernie's hand. She, she did not, apparently. Right. She ain't shame with that. Mm -mm. Women can't be president, Bernie. Well, we going to see about that. Shouldn't she retract that? Hmm. I don't know, man. But I'm not here to talk about the debates. I'm here to talk about a candidate who was not in the debate. Oh. That was the guy who I predicted at the beginning of the year would be the nominee and eventual oh, president of the United States, ho, ho, boys ho, and girls. Ho, ho. Uh, I give you Andrew Yang. Uh -huh. Again, you see the man with the ideas, with the voice, uh -huh. brown man, uh -huh. man, man of color, and now they ain't putting him on the debate stage. But you know what? There's a guy who I think we all can agree oh, the guy has who the movement under its finger. The guy who uh, Rogan gave a platform to like six months Man, ago? Man, I'll even talk about it. Or is that the guy? I don't think that's the guy. Unless it's Dave Chappelle, who has apparently found himself a candidate for President of the United States, and that is Andrew Yang. Thank you, Dave Chappelle, and welcome to the Yang Gang. You are the best. Let's do this for our kids. Andrew Yang, Dave Chappelle, in a photo on the tweets. There you go. Hmm. Uh, Dave Chappelle from Ohio. Maybe that is, a, is something that the Dems are going to have to strongly consider. Andrew Yang can carry Ohio because Cause of he's Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. I, never uh, thought he, I thought he was a conservative hero now. Mm. We'll see can how long that lasts. Can you turn your back on Chappelle? I didn't turn my back on anyone. Hmm. I don't turn my back on people, Chris. I thought you didn't care for his last special. I haven't heard his last special. I just said I just heard I just said what people were saying. Who's people? People on the internet. Okay. That always helps. Internet Twitter. Internet Twitter. <laughs> uh, I'm disappointed uh, Chappelle wasn't smoking in that photo. He usually is. Do you feel like the a comedian can sway people's uh a comedian I shouldn't say that. Do you feel like the best comedian on the planet can sway people's opinion on a presidential candidate? I think it certainly puts eyes on it. Yeah, but I think it was safe to say that Dave Chappelle and the people who like Dave Chappelle weren't going to vote for Trump anyway. So, I mean, it's almost like preaching to the choir. So I'm fine. No, I like Yang. No, no, and no, I like it. But do you think it's do I think a celebrity endorsement? Or a comedian's endorsement as popular as Dave Chappelle would sway people's opinions about a candidate or who to vote for? Is that the question? Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I, Democrats I are pretty fractured. Feels like they're all... Uh, feels like. I don't pay attention. But if we're just talking about feels like if if this is a pool he's swimming in, there's a lot of swimming I think going some on. years ago, yes. I think now, not so much. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe back in the day, if uh, and I think they maybe did it a little bit more, but yeah, Sinatra, guys like him, he would be out in the open with this endorsement. Do you think that swayed people on how they felt about the candidate? Dance for right. JFK. So I mean, I think guys back vote in the day. Vote for Kennedy. Vote for Kennedy. Um, did he actually do that? Yeah. Well, without, like with high hopes. Celebrity endorsements meant something in the early '90s with Clinton. 
I feel like Clinton getting some of the, you know, at that time, celebrity was really exploding again. The saxophone again. thing. On Arsenio was huge. Yeah. So I don't know. Can a comedian now? Yeah, I don't. I think they maybe can, but by a very, very small percentage. I only go by musicians. Oh, okay. You think musicians have yeah. more pool? I Two, once, three, four, vote! That? I think we know who this person would vote for, but I once heard a guy at a bar as I was waiting to get a drink and they were taking their time. I almost had to split them. Jesus. If you're at the bar, order a drink, okay? Yeah. Okay. You're right. He's right, though. Fucking Conor McGregor's in there. Here we go. And, uh. Said he hasn't drank in three months. Uh, okay. I'll just stay out of are the damn team, bar are you then. Team too. McGregor now? Yeah. We'll see. Said he was drinking up till like the day before his last fight. Yeah. Oof. Look me in the eye and I'll talk to you and then Oof. we'll see. So, Oof. what do you got? Um, that, uh, these two guys were talking. The election was coming up and someone, someone goes, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna pick who I vote for until I find out who the Nuge is voting for. And I was just like, Oh Jesus! Looking around, like, did anyone else hear this? With Jesus. me? Is real? Because this is hilarious. No, I don't think that's camp. Well, that probably is real for him. I just don't know how large of us. Maybe it's a large amount of people in population that would. But if that was the case, Sing would home, every? Would I mean, considering how big of a base he has, Bruce Springsteen's kind of a liberal. He is a liberal. Oh, he's a liberal. So I'm saying is, like, wouldn't then 48 states be blue? I grew up in <laughs> the hard part of town. Is there not a white man over 40? Democrats all my life. Right. You know that song? I'm just saying, a, a white Down man over 45 docks. in America, we all, yeah, Texas would have turned a long time ago. Chris just wants to keep doing a Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I know he does. Yeah, that's why you can't Yang, look at him right Yang's now. trying not, to save see, us. See, that's not even. See, you ain't even giving him shit about how terrible Two, three, it is. Two, three, fuck! That wasn't bad that right there. <laughs> Man, you, we just got all. What's this? We got, we got followed by a whole bunch of new sports writers. Right, show. exactly. <laughs> well, that happened. You see how many sports writers would have been uh, Hillary supporters you know if what? they truly. We're just big We Are Live fans. Mm. Don't worry about why. Stu Durando and I had a good conversation about that at the last Billikens game I went to. Covers the Belkins for the post. About how much sports writers love Bruce Well, we touched on that a little bit, but Stu likes music in general, and he'll even, he's a guy who's listening to new music still, too. Right. Um, Because I see him tweet about some things with it. And so we were kind of talking about albums of the past year, and it was around the time we were doing our decade stuff, um, or a little bit after that. And uh, so he and I were just kind of talking about music in general and it led to a conversation about people following groups around and then he's like yeah i've seen you know springsteen I don't know, 50 times yeah. or something like that and so like that's he's like yeah i know i know he he even realized you know i'm the sports runner uh, i like springsteen so. i don't yeah i think because we're so fractured um as a country at, at the moment i don't think it'll make a difference like, even if Oprah comes out and endorses a candidate, it, I don't think it'll make as much of a difference. I don't think it matters. Like, if even if when Obama eventually puts his arm around someone, albeit maybe to close the nominee, you know, once we That's get to the general election. That's what it'll probably be. Yeah. I, but I don't know if that'll put necessarily be someone did you guys, over the top. Did you guys watch the debate last night? I watched bits and pieces here and there on the tweets. Um, I watched some. It was kind of... There was kind of a whole nothing. Fancy yeah. Foyer said that was pretty uh, dull. He heard Wahlberg and Springsteen watch the debates together. Oh really? Oh, interesting. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this election cycle. I don't think a big endorsement. Those two. 
I don't think celebrities, I think people are so cynical now, especially when it comes to celebrity culture, that I don't think it, it matters. I don't think it matters one bit. Does Does it Hollywood matter? liberal? No, it doesn't. Uh, what do we come up with? Hallmark liberal? Is Hallmark that, liberal. Rural liberal? Uh, Farmington, Farmington liberal. liberal. Okay. So we have Farmington liberal and Hallmark liberal. That Farmington we... liberal is a guy who wants to open a Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. Okay. That's, a, that's what we consider a Farmington liberal. You have Chick-fil-A's in Farmington? No. They have every other fast food known to man. Hmm. Not a Chick-fil-A. No Chick-fil-A. Probably population density, not, not quite there. Yeah, that's true. But man, it would be a killing place shut down everything in that damn town. They literally have every single fast food you can think of. Would a Chick-fil-A be popular there? Some I I take it back. I think. <laughs> I think. Oh here, oh here comes a Farmington liberal in them. They'd have a they'd have a tent revival in the. Uh, <laughs> I think if Rogan. If, I saw someone. On I think Twitter. if I think if Rogan went to Ohio, with a Democratic candidate. Or went to Pennsylvania, he could. Oh, he's your boy now. I'm not saying he's my boy. I'm saying Rogan. I think how Rogan. Can it help him. How, I think right, Rogan. Uh, yeah. How can you selfishly yeah. Come on. Yeah. co-opt something? Agenda. Right. Not apologize for the horrific yeah. things you've said. Yeah, I think Rogan would be the one who can probably sway some dolts to go one way or the other. I can't remember. You said uh, tent revival. Just made me think of this real quick. I saw someone recently refer to Dabo Sweeney on uh, Twitter as a tent revival dipshit and I can't stop thinking about it and laughing at it because he is <laughs> and that's all I can think of how to describe him now is I'm like this is perfect Man. that's a perfect description I love the tent, tent revival, revival dipshit but I I, ever. I I think it's so funny that and for those who aren't aware in context Dabo Sweeney is the head coach of the Clemson college football team and he's a uh, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to properly characterize what his thing is. It, it is like a Trump radio caller coach. And he doesn't, he I can't does even it. listen to him it's, it's very weird. It's, I'm, and I'm not even trying to be derogatory when I say that. I'm just saying he, his cadence, the things that, that come out of his mouth, the way that he talks is of a guy that has a radio show in Savannah, Georgia, where he talks about alt-right conspiracy theories all day. So that's what yeah, he sounds like. He's not like. talking about conspiracy theories. It's shit. You're talking about the sound itself. Yeah. You're like, oh, you know, I just think when the college football players don't need to get paid, it's just like, oh. It's yeah. basically uh, Danny McBride's character in uh, Righteous Gemstones. That's what he kind of comes off as. Uh, and yeah, I, he's a self-first dick. Who, yeah. Who... who who fakes being into stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. Revival dipshit. Yeah, could not. I still can't stop thinking about. Don't, I'm it. That's not going to give one, anything though. away, but there's a fantastic tent revival in uh, Righteous Gemstones. That's it's it's he's. Uh, we should do a tent revival. No. Right, we have we have the big top. Two, no, we can invite two thousand no, of our closest no, friends. Oh no, no, yeah, I ain't playing with that. Yeah, I ain't podcast got, tent yeah, revival. I ain't, I ain't having no black. Oh man, man. Oh, I love when podcast I love, tent revival. But yeah, but I love whenever uh, what Travis. Why is, are you I not? love when Travis's self-importance crosses yeah. with his scared scaredness of his. How is my self-importance as far as you won't throw yourself to the wolves? Because I won't be disrespectful and derogatory to people's religious beliefs. Oh yes, you will. No, I would. I do it all the time. That's it. That. I ain't doing that. That's 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 not. Uh, I don't. Why? That's because that's not how I want to live my life, where I'm purposely antagonistic towards people who aren't going out of their way to hurt me. How do you know that? Uh, because I know these people. Tent revivals. Hey man, look. 
y'all can go. Y'all can do it. No. We'll trick you into it. You know, this weather, it's going to be cold. Yo, you'll be walk, you'll be walking in. We'll trick you into it. No, you guys could trick me. You tell me it's food. We're, we're them hoes. Yeah, Rihanna candles. Mm-hmm. Rihanna candles and love, brother, loves traveling salvation. See, see what I mean? see? Pack up the babies and grab the old ladies, and everyone goes. Is there a, is there an opinion that you guys value enough that would sway whether or not you would? choose a particular candidate i don't think so i'm i'm voting on party this time if you know what i'm saying is there a personality that for you chris like because you you're a perfect specimen in the sense that you don't follow it every day you don't follow the minutia you have a general sense of what's going on so if somebody that you respect you, that you listen to says hey i like this candidate would that sway you uh it's helped i mean i don't listen as much anymore but um corolla had all the a lot of the, he had Trump on like when they were candidates, he had um, he had a bunch of different people on, um, and it made me. I'm trying to think who he had on. Either way, he had on <laughs> Ted Cruz. Who Ted Cruz had people listening for half a second because he was talking about eliminating the Fed or IRS or something, and he, it Corolla's like, so how are we getting rid of these taxes you're talking about? And he was like, we're gonna do it. <laughs> it's like. But how? He's like, well, we get in there and we do it. Yeah. Ooh, huh? But I wouldn't say that would be him. Gary Johnson went on the Rogan You podcast. were Gary. You kind of went. For a, for a minute. For a hot sec, he was on I that was Gary like, Johnson train. Listen to it and tell me you couldn't, you wouldn't relate to it. He was fantastic. And then you realize you're just like, you know, it, in the grand scheme of things, he probably is a great guy and probably somebody you would want, run, wanting, want running certain things, but he wasn't up for the task. And it... It definitely swayed my opinion, but I would also say I was looking for love in a hopeless place. I see what you're saying. Uh, at the time. I get it. Dun, 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 I fell in love. Is that how it goes? Uh, so, yes and no. It would make me perk my ears up or open up a little bit to maybe hearing someone out. I know about Andrew Yang because he was on a goddamn podcast. Right. And he's, in, he's tweeting and on it, uh, he right. talks about MMA stuff. So I'm like, okay, I know who that guy is. So would it be an MMA fighter? Is that who it would be? No, no. It wouldn't be a no, they're, particular they're, MMA they're PTS, fighter out of Kansas PTS, City. They're PTSD ridden. She's a she's a foreigner. <laughs> so, so you wouldn't trust their opinion? Mm-mm. Only okay. on only on if she should be with me or not. No. Um, no. So no. There's <laughs> okay. not really. I mean, if, if Captain Kurt Warner tells me to vote for someone, I would. That's for sure. When's he going to be president? Yeah. Just let him run it all. I'd I probably wouldn't vote for him. Uh, I yeah, I probably want to vote for Kurt Warner. Um, Why? What are his qualifications? No, no, no. Why? Man, I want him to double that. I want him to back talk what he was just standing up for. I see. What, why? Because I don't. Like he white. <laughs> There you go. I is got it, it for is it. it religion, Travis? No, not that at all. I just uh-huh. I've, I've, yeah. I've heard I've heard of his. Uh, you know, pu- I've heard his statements on pulling up your pants and saying yes, sir, and no, so they're. Oh, okay. So, so that, you wa- that he wants thing. people to be uh, yeah. to kind of fall in line and maybe 
do better for themselves, and nah, you don't care for nah, that. Nah, nah. Okay. He, he's all about their respectability politics, and if you're nice, because you're nice, apparently racism will go away. Because Did you're he nice, say that? homelessness will go away. Well, what, just, do you think he's nice to homeless people? Oh, I'm sure he is nice to homeless people. How many people, houses have you that built? Ain't, that ain't fixing it. I built many houses. You're giving I coats out? you giving coats yeah. out? I give coats out to my sisters when they like need Did you put up with a very attractive outside. woman when she had a very unattractive phase while That's living in St. Louis? Rude. Did you? That's rude. Kurt, no, Warner, I just Kurt Warner is a perfect Kurt, man. Kurt Warner is just too... Uh, he's, he's, uh, too I would never vote for Kurt Warner. Uh, yeah, he's too conservative. Uh, Jim, Jim Moyer's fancy. Chris Boyer. like voting for people because they nice and they got cool personalities. Like, how's it? How's it working out for you? Not voting for a person that doesn't. I don't give a shit about your personality if you're trying to run a country. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. I could have a beer with Obama. Not this kind. Like the country, we've gotten. We've had personality. You've had. You've had. Jamie Moyer's fancy. I don't think Boyer. you want personality. What do you think the average IQ is here, Marty? <laughs> <laughs> I look around, I see a propensity, a high caloric diet. Come on, man. <laughs> we couldn't make it to the top of the hour without one true detective quote. Y'all rude. Average, average IQ about 80. Golly. <laughs> it wasn't the one. It's just a different one. Damn it. Matthew McConaughey for Chris, apparently. Matthew McConaughey, oh, man. man. Vote for Andrew. No way, man. That guy's voting. That guy's voting. After Andrew we did Yang. the decade thing and we realized he's got two Matthew McConaughey things in there. Yeah, man. He had the TV show, The yeah, Decade, yeah, with Matthew yeah, McConaughey. Yeah, the movie Chris. of The Decade yeah, with Matthew Chris. McConaughey. You love the shit out of Interstellar. It's kind of your thing. Matthew McConaughey would strip off yeah. butt naked, start playing the bongos, and then oh. if he told you. Hillary. Yeah. All right, Chris, I'll go out and vote for Hillary again. Chris may actually go Hillary. Oh. Well, Matthew said Hillary, something must be right. Our boy uh, Jared says that Warner's going to run for Senate in Arizona and end up breaking my heart. Mm. He's going to run. Yeah, if, the, no, if, he fell in, if he fell into the weird ev- evangelical stuff, that would hurt my I feelings. put it this way. I think, you know what? I think they, policy, I have the first, I I'm believe policy-wise, I would set probably just not But you don't. you don't know that, though, because he's actually, I'm sure he's, he's more socialist. Christian, you think so? He fucking built houses for people. I what have you done, name, man? He, wait, 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 he, hold on, man. He, ra- he raises mentally hold disabled wait, children. Wait, 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 wait. That don't mean you just that's automatically... more socialist Christian than I've ever heard of anybody doing. Yeah, but it's not fair to put that on someone else when they don't have the means to necessarily. Travis got up billions. He's an international <laughs> screenwriter. Now, if that were the case, Kurt Warner wasn't building houses when he was tossing around toilet paper in a grocery store. So let's relax. So the man yeah, has a, now he has used his platform in a way that benefits others Kurt outside Warner of him. Running for office that he's not office. running for, right? No, I'm I'm not saying I don't like Kurt Warner. I said I would probably not I align ne- politically. I would never vote for Kurt Warner. I said I probably. Never. I said I probably would not politically align with his beliefs. You did vote for Brock Olivo, did you? No, I didn't. He would have had to have lived in like no. urban Missouri. I think he ran for state rep it, one year. Was it Washington? I voted Probably. for I voted for um, Holsoff over Jay Nixon. I voted for a Republican did governor. Uh, did you vote instead for, of, for uh, Ball Nixon. Did you vote, vote for yeah. Ball, Ball and Bill Bradley? Um, no, I was too young. I Crystal was City. I don't think I was, I was too young. If he didn't, but what? I did. But I voted for Republicans before, like when I was sixteen. <laughs> Yeah, I voted for well, Republicans because I lived in St. Charles County. There was no one else on 18, the ballot. Whatever it was. Oh, it's 16. You would have been 18. Is it 18 to vote? You were probably 19. Were the you first voting time you illegally? <laughs> you son of a bitch. You just yeah, gave a material. <laughs> oh, Black shit. sheep, I would never listen to. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, sure. Black sheep, I would never oh. listen to an athlete on who I should vote for. Unless it's Super Bowl winning punter Kyle Richards. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll tell you what. He's the one I wouldn't vote for after that public display of <laughs> shit whenever he spoke to our yeah. school. Uh, Royce is right. Rudy, Rudy you telling me if Rudy showed up and was like, Chris, let me tell you, my we had, arms we had a, is around Bernie Sanders. We had, a bad, <laughs> we had a bad run of public speakers at Farmington High School in the 90s and 2000s. <laughs> Kyle Richardson. You guys got speakers. Fuck you. They, you got they wrote, we got actual celebrities wrote, that come to your school. They wrote Rudy like a $10,000 check <laughs> for the worst speech I've ever heard in my life. You guys got celebrities at least. We didn't get anything. We're out selling chocolate bars for the damn high school <laughs> association. They're out spending it on Rudy. Do you know how much better Sean Astin would have been? Oh, we were pissed. And he probably would have been like an extra three grand. That's oh, it. That's it. That's all you would have. You put him up in the nicer hotel. Because then you got the variety of asking about Goonies as well. That's Correct. also true. Yeah. What was it like going to Mordor? But you guys got celebrities to come to your school. You know how tired I was of seeing the St. Louis police chief? <laughs> You guys didn't get the up. Uh, the Speak to us every other semester. Here's my favorite. Like, damn. Here's my favorite. Those guys were cool. Those guys were cool. Why am I on a first name basis with the police commissioner? What the hell? Those guys were super cool. Great. That they were at least relatable, right? Rudy, despite sucking and being the worst public speaker I've ever seen and having a weird attitude, I get it. Bunch of white kids. Right. It's Rudy, right? It's it is what it is. My favorite. You know, the ex-gang member who went to prison and had scary stories of the inner city talking to 1,200 rural Jesus. white kids. And we're all like, I don't think this is going to ever happen to me. Uh, I don't know. resonate. I don't know. If, I don't think the story I, carries. I don't, really, I don't really get it. <laughs> I don't think the story translates. That was my favorite. Other than just another. like, we've, we've heard of this stuff in rap songs. <laughs> that was my favorite. I'm like, whoo. Who pulled the trigger on this one? No pun intended, and, Mr. Gang Member. And then the the worst part was trying to get excited <laughs> for the celebrities that would come to your elementary school when you went to school in the city. Well, I got a good one Like, for you, you had to be like, like, you had to get really pumped up for Ryan McNeil, the cornerback for the St. Louis Rams. You had to get really pumped up for Luis Alisea, yeah. who... You had to get really pumped up for Greg Jeffries, who oh, would come Greg by. Jeffries was fantastic. He, was a, he was a delightful fellow, but again, we didn't get Super Bowl winners. We didn't get. Well, he was a high school famous Notre Dame football players. We weren't that cool, Chris. We, we did get a uh, an NBA title winner. Who was that? Adrian Branch played for the Lakers. Did you know him? Oh, uh, Adrian Branch. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah Adrian. Why Branch did was... Adrian Branch? He came come... to Farmington. Why did Adrian oh. Branch come to Farmington? Because he's a part- motivational speech. Yeah, like, he had to be on a tour, maybe a circuit. He was on one of those circuits, and he got paid like, hey, after basketball, this is what you can also make money in. He went to DeMatha High School. That's what I was I was like, is he a St. Louis guy? University of Maryland. Born in D.C. He's all he's all East Coast. Maybe, yeah. Like I said, maybe you guys had signed up with a program. Maybe where we had, had motivational. Mar- maybe had Marin's Bookers. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's who responsible. I'll never forget it. Like he what were the speeches about, though? Were they like mostly tried to be Birch, inspirational? Birch just screamed, he only got in one play. <laughs> I wish Birch was here. You're, I'll never forget Birch. that piece of shit, Rudy. I'm the, most, I'm the best player to ever come out of Notre Dame, and all this just stopped, and we're like... Montana, Ricky Waters is pretty good. What? That's not you, man. I'm just envisioning little Birch getting so pissed. All the football players. And Adrian Branch. You were in one oh, no. play. You talking about Rudy? We were talking about Rudy. Oh, you thought Rudy? We're oh, the one play. <laughs> he said Rudy. <laughs> 
Now, Adrian Branch, we respected him. He played with magic. Okay? And I'll never forget. And I'll never forget thinking like, because this is obviously a move that he does. At the end of, the, at the, end of the, the speech or whatever, he's like, all right, now who's the best basketball player at your school? And we had a guy that ended up being a Division One talent, but he was an eighth grader, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, this is how dumb kids are. I remember thinking, he better not call out Ronnie. Whew, old man, you better not call out Ronnie. He goes, I'll play your best player in the school right here, one-on-one in front of I'm like, <laughs> Ronnie's about to take Adrian to the cleaners. <laughs> I'll never forget that. This is a retired professional NBA player. Kids are so aware oh, so and it, so stupid. And again, this is, this is, okay, so this is a Ronnie's kid. got him. Ronnie, oh, man, Ronnie go take Ronnie's, him. Ronnie's NBA a guy. Ball player. Ronnie's school. a guy who, give him credit, six months later was playing varsity as a freshman oh. in Farmington, Missouri. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> he must have been like a 98% free throw shooter. Oh, oh. well, he was, Fundamentally sound. He was like a G.I. Joe. Like, there may have been some extracurriculars going on. <laughs> Top-tier chess pass. That guy could dunk like nobody's business. But uh, Two hands, of oh. course. Don't do that one-hand dunk. He was a six-foot guy that did our jump balls, so he was very good. <laughs> Point being. Adrian Branch. How, how did dumbass. He did not score, of <laughs> course. <laughs> of course he didn't. It's an NBA player that was on the Lakers. <laughs> During the Showtime Lakers. I literally remember, I'd be like, maybe go for one of the third best guys. Do you think he was dumb? I, th- I did. I thought he was making a very poor choice. I'm like, you're about to get embarrassed in front of this whole middle school. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The arrogance. The arrogance. The arrogance. Like, Ronnie's an AAU <laughs> all-star. This is what happens when you're in a bubble. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Sure. That's <laughs> one million percent. This is, a, this is it. Yep. And we have to recognize that even as we age, because mm. we are still in bubbles. Oh, God, are we? Uh, oh, we got God, some comments. We? Uh, we got call out Ronnie. Jim Williams, Fates Boyer <laughs> mentions First Lady Brenda Warner. Uh, Tom Brown, we didn't have celebrities. We had motivational speakers who were less motivating than Matt Foley and weird plays about Bad Touch starring the Bubblonians who were in <laughs> Aliens and Bubbles learning about Touch for the first time. What? That's weird. Oh that is God. all that. That whole, that whole situation sounded weird. Uh, Royce has an update on Ronnie. Uh-huh. Uh, last time I saw him, he was riding a horse down the street behind the Walmart. <laughs> oh. Or was he talking about Rudy or Adrian Branch? What was Adrian Branch <laughs> riding a horse? Down the call out Ronnie. <laughs> he's waiting. He's riding that horse, just waiting to get called out. Ben, uh, <laughs> for redemption. You should have seen the guys at, at Mineral Area. They were they would do impressions of local fans if Ronnie was around. Like, whoo, here come Ronnie! <laughs> Those guys loved it. Those guys loved it. They're like, he's good. <laughs> Better not call out Ronnie. Not call out the arrogance. Ah, the arrogance. Hang on, wait, wait. And then we had, the, we had the. I'll never forget this impression. This was a St. Louis guy who came down to Middle Area to play, uh, to play baseball, uh, and co- the, co- the junior college there. And he was like, he was like, "Hey, you want to know my favorite Farmington quote ever?" I was like, "Oh, what's that?" He's like, "Put in Lashley." <laughs> that was his last name. Yeah. It was very good. Murphy Settlement. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chris. I thought he was going to school an NBA player whenever we were 14. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, we learn, right? We live and learn. That's yeah, it. Here's some, hang, look. Some hillbilly shit. Whatever. Hey, I, I wanted to make mention real quick. You thought Jimmy McKinney was going to get signed by the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you thought? No. Chris. Man, you ever see him play? <laughs> 
Better it's a public, call, bu- public high league, man. Better not call out Jimmy. You better not call out Jimmy. Ooh, Jimmy McKinney. Um, it you looks like that guy dunk on you. I think Missouri State University is holding a press conference right now. Maybe what's going on with them Bears? They're uh, hiring a new football coach. They put out a tweet yesterday, didn't they? They said uh, they're making a a big announcement. I know our good friend uh, D Docket. Uh, I follow him, and I was able to see some of what he retweeted from the football program at Missouri State. Big time rumor, a big time coach. Uh, at least that's the way the university put it out. Uh-huh. The official university account said they're about to announce a huge, huge hire. I believe their quote was, we're hiring one of the best football coaches on the planet tomorrow, right? Mm, uh, if I recall correctly. What do you think it is, Gardner? Um, well, I've seen the reports now because uh, it looks like it's Bobby Petrino. It is actually Bobby Petrino? Yes. It is. Bob Petrino's deal to be the next coach at Missouri State is a five-year contract for $250,000 per year. Now, I am I am out of the loop. I'm sorry. It was, I thought Petrino was at Louisville. What happened? No, he hasn't been at Louisville for a while. I, I thought a motorcycle accident. I remember, but I thought he went back. No. No, where has he been coaching then? I don't know. I thought Bobby Petrino was still. He went to th- Arkansas. And then didn't he coach after that incident? Bobby Petrino hadn't been coaching since the neck thing. The neck thing. So he's, he officially, the... he, he's officially there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's officially been hired. But where was he last? I guess he I thought he was at Louisville. Okay. Uh, from 2014 to 2018. Okay, okay. So he's just been out of it for a while. He was at Western Kentucky before that. Okay, okay. Arkansas before that. Okay. But he had um, two stints at Louisville, right? Yes, 2003 okay. to 2006 and 2014 to 2018. Okay, so 2018 was the last time he coached. Yeah. Okay, all right. And mm-hmm. now he's going to coach. Him and that neck brace with the road rash on mm. his face. Speaking of Danny mm. McBride, that looks like a Danny McBride character. <sighs> yeah, that was something. But, yeah, it looks like uh, he'll be the uh, next coach at Missouri State. I don't know if they said the statement, best football coach in the country. You got me. I was trying to figure out what you were texting us last night, Travis. Someone was trolling you? No, no, no. So what they did was Missouri State, the official account, tweeted out, we have a big announcement. We're bringing in one of the biggest football coaches in the world. And then people started running with it and joking about who it was going to be. And they made a highlight video of Jeff Fisher. But then it it kind of looked looked real. It looked very real. So I got got trolled. I'm an idiot. Got things corrected. That's what I get for not being on Twitter for months. I was excited for a minute. I was, too. I was just like, oh, this will be fun for that program. It really brings a, a, at least a spectacle I spotlight to, to the university. Jeff Fisher there doing uh, coaching, and then his coaches show slash public access show. We'll get that fixed with Jeff Fisher. <laughs> Finally, was going to get that off the ground. Um, so I was a little disappointed when it wasn't him. Uh, there was even rumors last night. There was another report that it was going to be Art Bryles, the former Baylor coach, which what is probably been. more of a disaster than yeah. Petrino's name what coming a up. Very big, big, big. But uh, Petrino, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it matters. He did a very good job when he was at Louisville. That's a recruiting. huge hire for Missouri State. <clears throat> it, it, the PR alone, right? Yeah. Who so cares if he's going <laughs> to sleep with? 
intern and oh, get road rash. Yeah, Jeez. we'll see. We'll see. You know, you know the baggage you're getting when you hire him. So, did he? Uh, uh, if it doesn't work. Did and I don't want to get too far off topic since we're coming to the top of the hour. But did he? Bottom of the hour. End up with his mistress. I don't know. Okay. I didn't pay much attention to that. Just, we'll get into that and more on oh, the other side. I of think, Dr. I, I do think what is maybe, and I'm sure you'll see this start filtering out as well, is some takes on this because of the discussion going on in the NFL right now, is a retread like Petrino getting hired instead of, let's say, people from Travis's community getting opportunities to begin with. Where you just go with... You saw what happened with Ty Willingham. That was their chance. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one. That's the example. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure you'll... Who was the dude at Kansas who was supposed to be the next big star? Turner Gill. Turner Gill out of Buffalo. Turner Gill is Buffalo. why I almost gambled on sports, like with a bookie, one time. <clears throat> I remember legitimately being like, damn it, they got him. I uh, thought he was going to be really good. Me too. Mm. Yeah, gave, gave them a chance. <laughs> Rising star. Yep, that'll do it. Uh, guys, another reminder, uh, comedy at Gastro Pit, 8.30 tomorrow night. On the Hill! Fun lineup. Matt Wayman headlining that bad boy. A lot of great people involved in the show. Come out, eat some barbecue, have a good time. On the Hill, that's 8.30 tomorrow night. And obviously we have Happiest Hour at Sophie's. Come on by. 6 o'clock start. Tina D-Ball closing that one out. We'll take a quick break. Do dogs on film on the other side with Hillside Animal Hospital's now retired proprietor, Dr. Ed.